as we can see on the board, we're, uh, we're starting the series today with Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday is not something that I um, am overly familiar with, I've got to be honest, and before having uh, read into it a bit more f- uh, for this. Um, <clears throat> so I know a bit more now. Um, but we are going through a series that is prepared by an organization called Crossover, who prepare resources for churches. Uh, So we're thankful for them for providing the inspiration for this series and also giving us the freedom to make it our own. Um, And today we're thinking about the goodness, creativity, and life of God simply cannot be quenched or overcome. It all culminates in the coming of Jesus. God has spoken and his words still echo. What will we do with it? Get us working. Hey, we're in. So um, I, I thought I'd look into what Palm Sunday was about a bit more, and, and uh, I found that uh, there's different things that go on around the world. Um, and one of those is um, apparently in Catholic parishes in the Philippines, they reenact Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem by riding a horse. I thought we could go one better with a donkey, but sadly our resident donkey has moved on. Good old Jack, bless him. So, (laughs) he's not even here to defend himself, is he? Next week he'll be here. Um, But yeah, they also, not to be outdone, in in Spain they have something similar called Domingo de Ramos, um, starting off Holy Week uh, with a huge party that lasts until Easter. Easter Monday, sorry. Uh, Processions and other public celebrations. I'm just going to put this up slightly. Bottom up. That's better. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the Greeks, they break Lent with a fish dinner. Not for me, thanks. Um, the Italians, though, they make some delicious-sounding homemade fettuccine. Um, that's more up my street. In the UK, apparently, it's fig pudding uh, is the order of the day, um, or split pea soup. I'd, I'd go for either of those, I think. Um, however, the, the, the pea soup, that derives from an ancient practice of wearing hard pea in the shoe as penance during Lent. Um, dang, I missed that one. That's a shame. Uh, so, yeah, I love finding out about different traditions in the broader church. It reminds me of the diversity and creativity uh, within the body of Christ, and um, which reflects how awesome God is. I'm going to struggle with this. Um, and beyond our limited perspectives and understanding. So this is one of the better-known traditions, for me at least, is um, the palm leaves woven into the cross. I didn't necessarily quite get what it was all about, but uh, it was, it's representing the palm branches laid down before Christ on the cult uh, as a symbol of victory um, for mi- victorious military conquerors. So it was a real, in Jesus' day, that was a real symbol of um, a military campaign being victorious, and uh, that's how they would enter a town on the return. Um, the cult, incidentally, is more a decidedly more humble um, and fulfillment of a prophecy in Zechariah 9.9. 9. 
Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you, righteous and having salvation, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. But um, that was just a, a bit of uh, my, my background research into Palm Sunday. Um, <clears throat> I want to ask, what is the best news ever? Uh, we often ask, what's the worst, this or that or the other? Um, but what's the best news that you could receive today? And to answer that, we're going to um, ask a bigger question. What is ultimate? What is the default state of the universe? And what is an aberration? What is the rule and what is an exception? Many people assume that silence and death and nothingness is the rule of things. <clears throat> if there's life, light, and sound, for a while, that's an exception. But it all runs back to death. Your device runs out of batteries, it defaults to off. Blank screen, zero wins. But there is force, a force that, lives, that outlives, outlasts, and outplays the darkness, chaos, and silence. God speaks. He brings life, ecosystems, landscapes, animals, and people. An incredible symphony. And he created us to be creatives, a force of creativity, composition, and industry. God's love, light, and life are the rule. Death, darkness, and silence, the exception. That's the greatest news ever, part one. So just as nothingness couldn't last, so the world's brokenness couldn't either. Tragically, what was meant to be a harmonious symphony became a broken cacophony. For those of us that aren't musically minded, music played badly, worse than silence. But the great, greatest news ever, part two, is the composer himself steps in. We celebrate his arrival as a baby at Christmas. Uh, but in many ways, the Jesus' triumphal entry that we just heard about, um, the entrance to, to Jerusalem, is the true coming of the king. The one promised and prophesied and longed for for centuries, what a moment that would have been. The descent on the, of the world into brokenness and destruction would not be allowed to go on. <clears throat> and what happens when he arrives? There's celebration. It's noisy. Luke says loud voices. Matthew and Mark, in their gospel accounts, say shouting, and, and rightly so. I was lucky enough uh, to go to some Christian festivals in the UK called Soul Survivor. Um, and whilst I was a, uh, a skeptical teen trying to figure things out, um, and there was a fair amount of fakery going on, I'm pretty sure, um, but uh, at the same time, there was a big party kind of element, as you can kind of make out from that photo. Um, that wasn't one I took. It was found online, but uh, it's, a, it's a good one. Um, 
So uh, within that, I'd say that the majority of people, or at least a good percentage, were really excited to worship God with singing and dancing, um, and without shame as well. Uh, I wasn't part of that. I, I wanted to be, deep down. I, uh, I kind of could see that that would be a good thing to do, to, uh, to bring my full self and my full worship to, to, to God. But I found it hard to do that, to, to let loose. I'm sure some of you guys can relate to that, or all of us perhaps. Um, <clears throat> and sometimes I'm still like that. Sometimes I, I still like, find it a bit fear of man, awkward to, uh, to kind of just let loose. But um, it's awesome feeling when you, you do just forget yourself and worship the king. I remember three songs from, from my time doing those camps. Um, one of them was, I will dance, I will sing. Uh, it goes on, to be mad for my king. Um, very much in the style of David's worship in Psalms where he... Uh, yeah, abandons his, his own dignity and he's uh, really praising God. Um, I didn't really get all of this stuff at the time. I didn't get the biblical references. Another one's called Dance and it was Shout, Shout, Everybody Shout Now. Um, I feel like reading more about the Palm story and Jesus' triumphant entry has, has brought that alive to me. I'm like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. I thought at the time it was just to create a positive vibe and was like, I'm not sure, not sure where the biblical stuff is here. Um, the third song is Almighty God. And we're going to hear that. We're going to listen to that a bit later. Um, <clears throat> so in that song it goes, if we did not praise, the rocks would cry out. And as I was doing a bit of research, YouTube helped out. Uh, this was one of the images. I, I hadn't realized until um, <laughs> I copied it that that man is part rock by the looks of things as well. Um, <clears throat> so uh, there's a funny little picture. Um, and if we return to the story in Luke, the Pharisees say, tell your disciples to pull their heads in. They didn't like that everybody was praising, that everybody was shouting and um, acting all victorious that Jesus had come because um, they, they didn't believe it. They uh, didn't believe that a cult-riding man would really be the Messiah that they were expecting, that would liberate them from their Roman oppressors. That was what they were hoping for. That's what they thought they were getting. And then famously, Jesus responds, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. And what if it's true? What if in the universe, the most irrepressible force is the love and life of God that simply cannot be stopped, defeated or bottled up? Silence is silenced because God speaks. And what does that mean for us? <clears throat> the disciples probably first grasped the enormity of who Jesus is when on a mountaintop retreat with him. So let me give you a little bit of a background with the transfiguration story. So Peter, James, and John um, are three of Jesus' closest disciples. And so it was said that they went up to a high mountain to be alone with Jesus. And Jesus' appearance transformed and his face shone like the sun. And he became as white as light. Then Moses and Elijah appeared. 
Peter offered to build three shelters as memorials without really thinking. As he spoke, terror gripped the three disciples. It goes on in the story. A voice booms out of the cloud and says, This is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. So Jesus speaks life. That's the first thing to do is to stop and listen. You cannot stop God from speaking. There's just a choice of sticking your fingers in your ears and saying la 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 or of paying attention. Which one are you? Who has ears to hear? So my first suggestion of ways that we can do this is go for a walk with no distractions. Just pray and allow God to speak to you. A second option would be find a comfortable place. Relax and try and turn off your thoughts and just be. You might want to meditate on scriptures or a particular verse. Or maybe listen to a Lectio 365 and go from a place with that. That's a, a, a useful app that I uh, listen to, but there are other ones available. Um, so read the Bible slowly, letting it really sink in. Or listen to worship music and dwell on the lyrics or a sermon and ask God what he wants to reveal to you. So there, there are a few suggestions. There's many other ways that you can listen to God. Um, but yeah, I encourage you, be still, listen. And right now, uh, Lachlan, if we get that song ready, that would be great. We're just going to spend a bit of time um, just listening to this song. It's, it's the song that I mentioned before, um, Almighty God by Tim Hughes. We hear a happy day at the start of the sermon. That's by Tim Hughes as well. But he was a bit of a, a legend in England and uh, in the uh, mid-noughties when I was a young lad. Um, so, yeah, I'd love to invite you to just listen to the words and, um, yeah, just think about the implications of that. Um, the, the famous line, if we did not praise, the rocks would cry out, really stood out to me. But, yeah, have a listen. And, um expands 
So that's the first thing we want to do. Um, the second thing, I'll let Lachlan get back onto that slide, um, <clears throat> is to praise. Like we have just been listening to some worship there. Um, if you do tune in and if you grasp even just a bit of how good and kind and noble Christ is, then it's right to raise your voice in praise. Is not really a discipline. And when your team, where are we at? Almost there. Cool. Um, and when your team wins, like my team, Liverpool, uh, hopefully tonight, we'll see, it's a big game. Um, then, or if you hear great news, um, maybe receiving good exam results. Uh, it's quite natural to, uh, to pump your fist or to cry out, yes. If you've understood the great news, you don't need to manufacture praise. It's just a simple choice not to hold it in. So, uh, yeah, we, that's another Soul Survivor picture. Um, that's a, one space we can do that, but there's many spaces that we can do that. We can do that. Here at church, we can do that in our day-to-day weeks. Um, yeah, you might want to go out into a field. I remember Joel, who did form before, talked about how he would just go out to the middle of a field and start singing out. That's great. And the third thing is to share. So I think this is the greatest news ever, part three. We get to be part of that life-giving, love-giving, silence, silencing voice of God, when we share the news about him with others. 
It's not so much about getting the words exactly right. No one ever has yet. The greatest theologians write 5,000 pages and will still freely admit they have bottled it, you haven't bottled it neatly. And you see you can't. The thing is not to bottle it, to let it out and let others in, to freely give just as we have freely received. We have the greatest news ever. We found the secret to life, the secret to love, the secret to peace, and the secret to purpose. And that is it. It's not a secret at all. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much that we can uh, experience all of these incredible things, uh, life, love, peace, purpose, through our relationship with you. Lord, that you uh, are in our everyday. Lord, that we don't need to just wait for Sundays to praise you, that we can do that each day of the week. Lord, help us to be still enough to, to stop and to listen. Lord, we pray um, for our limitations of you, our um, brief perspectives of, of the world, um, or just narrow perspective, I should say. Uh, Lord, we, we pray that you would help us to see beyond that. Lord, help us not to be like the Pharisees, expecting you to come in a particular way, but help us to um, recognize that you are beyond our understanding. You work in different ways. Lord, we pray uh, for all those that um, are here, that you would reveal yourself to them in new ways uh, today and this week. But Lord, we, we would love for the community around us to also um, be able to get a glimpse of who you are. And may that captivate them, Lord. May your Holy Spirit just um, captivate their hearts and help them to seek after uh, a better way, a better way with you, Lord God. Thank you that we have the privilege of being able to share that just through the way we are, not in a neat and tidy formula, but in who we are and how we go about our lives. Lord, may we uh, keep you at the center of our, our lives and our hearts and help us this Easter just to reflect on um, who you are, what you've done for us, and why that is such good news. In Jesus' name, amen.